Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. We're in the second week of this amazing topic, which I'm enjoying very much, uh, called Faith in the Storm. And today I have these amazing guests on the podcast with me. I've got Dina and Sam, who are a married couple. Dina is a primary school teacher and Sam is a writer. And I did meet them as part of my church community that I go to. That's how we connected. And um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Faith in the Storm in a little bit of a different way today. We're going to be talking about it in... uh, in, in respect of relationships since you're in a marriage which is obviously a very different kind of union and I'm sure so many people have questions about this and I think even in my friend circle you know there's um, it's always like a, it's, it's a subject everyone thinks about at some point in their life I think that's why it's so relatable and I think it's just because relationships mean friendships they mean you know your relationship with your family it means you know, maybe you dating someone and then it also means marriage and, uh, you know, so there's many different kinds of relationships. But I think faith is also tested in relationships. So firstly, guys, welcome. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for having us. <laughs> very excited to have this chat and I hope lots of people tune in. And um, of course, I'll be tagging them at the end. So, you know, any questions specifically to Dam and Sina, da- Dam and Sina, <laughs> Sam Dam and, and Dina. Dina. We, always, we always get I don't that. know when it happens. Ryan does that. <laughs> you can always reach out to them. So my first question would be that because I think this is, um, you know, it, it's a funny question, but I think it's a question, a question that I've probably asked in my right. life. And I think that people get to a point in their life where they ask that. How did you know, since you, since you were seeing each other before you got married, right. what is that point where you realize, like, this is the person that I want to do life with? Because I know that's a big question, but it's also that takes mm. faith, right? You mm-hmm. you must reach t- in to that space, which which makes you ask these questions. And what was that process like for you? And what was that sort of confirmation? Um, so for me, um, seeing as I've had relationships in the past where there have been love, and then there has been heartbreaks, and there have been uncertainty. Yeah. Um, and of course, every time you know, like if you want to be in a you want to, you want it to end well. Like you want to get married, you have a plan. You make, you you see future with mm. a person, right? Mm. And when there's a heartbreak, everything that you dreamt of, everything you thought could be what you wanted, just crashes down. Yeah. And for me, that's happened a few mm. times. Mm. And there came a point where I was like, you know what? This is it. Maybe I'm not meant for marriage. Okay. Maybe this is not my thing because I've tried, like I've given it to my all, mm. which we do, right? Yeah, of course. And um, yeah, then I was like, you know what? And I remember when Sam and I started, like, this is when we just were friends. I knew that this guy existed and he knew I existed. And we just met, <laughs> That's you know, on <laughs> That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so what happened that time was. For me, there was nothing to lose because I had already made up my mind. I'm not for marriage, or even if this, if even if ever, if I have to have a relationship, it has to be marriage. Otherwise, I'm not settling for anything anymore because I have no, I don't think I have the capacity to uh, go through pain again. Okay. Or process anything anymore because I was done with it. Okay. Um, but when I started to get to know Sam, I just realized that it's that he was very different 
in a way he approached me okay there was a lot of honor that was shown towards me there was a lot of respect mm a lot of listening patience mm. um and also there was a first like he pursued me like he asked me out and there was a lot of things that you know you dream of like i wish this guy did like you you have because in all your relationship you gather what you would really want to live with yeah because yeah. heartbreaks make you like it, you gather of okay do i want this do i want this do i don't not so you see all of that so you are you're in that mode of like um is he fitting in well yeah. so of course you have your guards up but yeah. you also and then he, he every like he just kept pursuing me in such a beautiful manner hmm. and then like, hmm. and then he asked me I remember being a little pricey and saying I need some time to think <laughs> uh, I remember that very okay. clearly and then I didn't take too much time actually okay it was quick yes okay um, and then we started dating and I think with him it was just in a month I just knew deep inside that this is going to last okay and um, also with I I remember that in in within a month time I told him every detail of my life which I've always been that that kind of person who just goes and says it mm. and it's more like take it or leave it I mean with him I did the same thing because I was like he's too good to be true yes mm. but I'm going to say it anyways because this will test whether he's going to stay after hearing my story or he's going to go okay and he and I remember that he asked he wanted to process because for him it was like oh that's a lot <laughs> a lot of baggage like um yeah, a lot of information in in one go okay um and again like i didn't understand that approach of his thing process because i thought process for me was like okay it's a subtle way of saying get lost you know so i thought he want, wanted this to end okay and i remember then we met for coffee the next day and then where he actually told me that uh when he started like i went to him and said okay this is over i think you know before he could break up i wanted to break up mm but actually that's not what he meant he just wanted to process it because it was too much for him to gather yeah yeah and and he wanted this for life i was like wow okay why would this guy without and now we almost in this maybe complete 3 years of marriage wow okay and we've had arguments we've had fights of course but he never brought up my, he's never bought uh, like he never brings up my past even once okay As, point going back there and saying oh look at you you know he never does that and that's when you know that the decision was perfect you know what i mean like yeah. where somebody just takes you for now yeah and what we're going to be in the future yeah, yeah. And, and and sam like do you feel this like was there a moment that you think um like come pinpoint a specific moment but it, as uh, as dina said i knew very early on we both knew very early on that it was something that was going to last Mm. Um I think one of the key things for me was um just her honesty, her rawness, her realness. Mm. Um that was something that I've always wanted in whoever I was going to marry, someone that I knew that uh, someone I knew who would be transparent um and someone that I could trust and I immediately knew that she was someone I could trust um just because she was so open about um things that she had um mm. ways that she had uh, made mistakes things that she wasn't proud of in her past yeah um and not only that but she had this purity even though uh, she's always talking about mistakes that she made in her past that wasn't the way i saw her at all i didn't mm. see her as like some um reformed sinner or something like that like to <laughs> to me her her heart was pure 
Mm. And I, that came across in the way that she um, just conducted herself, the relationships that she had with people around her. Yeah. Um, it was just obvious to me. Um, so that was a big thing. And um, the, the fact that we shared the same kind of values, same belief yeah. system and everything yeah. um, was probably the most important factor. The most important factor. Um, because personality-wise, we're very different. And that's, yes. you know, uh, you can't... <laughs> yeah. You can't really build a relationship, a lasting relationship, just on um, being the same kind of person. Yeah. Um, but if you share the same values, that's like the bedrock of any strong relationship. Mm. Okay. So that I mean, yeah, that's a really interesting point that mm. you've made there. Um, just off the back of something else that you said as well, just in terms of because I I feel like when people end relationships, there is this. There is this, like you said, you know, like it's it's very heartbreaking, and there's there's almost like a loss of faith which people experience. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then, what what is that thing which you feel gives you the faith to get into a new one? Because you almost right. know, like you know, you, you know, a lot of people end relationships and they're just like, I'm never gonna do that again. Right. I'm never gonna see anyone again. Right. I don't want to put myself through it again. Right. But then the, there is this risk factor again, right. right? There's this element of people say an investment. It, it's mm -hmm. funny to think of it like that, but it's right. like you're investing in someone, you're investing right. that time and energy because you see that there's potential for something to right. build. Mm -hmm. But I mean, what, what gives you the faith to take that step and say, like, yes, I know you spoke about the feelings that you have, mm -hmm. but is there something else involved? Um, so, for, so, the thing is, when you decide, like, like what I was saying, that pain in the past, but that's everything that I did was my own decisions and choices. Mm. And this time is something where I had given up. So, it, this is where my faith came in, is my, my faith with God. Okay. Uh, my understanding that. You know, it's it's like I I've always known about this God and I've always feared Him and I've always thought of Him, but I still did whatever I wanted to do, and I informed Him what I wanted to do. Okay. And um, every time I informed Him, He's still there because that's what He promises, right? That He will never leave us. Yeah. He'll never forsake yeah. us. But the truth is, I was aware of all of that, but I was naive to not take it to the depth that he it was spoken by him. So for me, when it was heartbreak and all, that's where every time I'd be like, God, why would you do this to me? Or why would you make me go through all of this? Like, do I deserve this? Because you say I'm such a, like, I'm supposed to be loved. You know, there's so many people who say, you're so loved, you're so amazing. And you love to hear all of that. And then mm -hmm. when you when you face reality, when somebody's really broken you, or the choices that you have to make, and suddenly you have to say goodbye to certain things, yeah. or certain people, suddenly the reality hits you that why would you do this to me and suddenly we remember God to come in and say how how could you not stop this but the truth is we chose it yeah we made those choices he yeah. didn't force them on us mm -hmm. and every choice we make there is going to be a consequence to it but the beauty is he still helps us to it yeah we still get out of it like the thing is yes I have painful moments mm. and they were quite painful uh, yeah. Those are painful ways I would feel claustrophobic. I couldn't sleep in the night. Um, I was I was even praying, God, are you even there? Like you say so many beautiful things, but are you even there? Mm. Are you are you making yourself real to me? And the first time I think in my life, I was like, you know what, this is it. Maybe this is what I know, and I surrendered it to him. I said, you know what? If you want me to be married, 
you bring that person and I was really nasty with him I think which, <laughs> then I was like oh my gosh but he's God you know I got to remember <laughs> you know he can do anything um, and that something shifted because I gave him the ownership so you get you gave God control yeah. almost you what you said like I want you to take the yeah. reins on my and life I was like that's your problem now mm. yeah. it's not my problem that's your problem yeah. because the truth is I tried the thing is I did I had relationships I yeah. tried yeah. I, I did everything I can I gave it my all everything yeah. Yeah. And nothing worked out when I I gave him the control. Little yeah. did I know that this was his plan for me. Mm. Which again, don't get me wrong to say marriages are perfect, they're not. Yeah. But I know I'm willing to take all those risks, all those fun moments with him. I'm willing to do that because he, like we both are worth each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah. And you mentioned at the end there as well, Sam, that like the faith was the important factor. Like yeah. that was the and and how do you how do you feel specifically about that? Was that something you've always had in your mind growing up as well? Has that yeah. been your like decision making factor? Yeah, for sure. Uh, that it's one of been one of the key things that um, mm. a non negotiable thing, I think, for me uh, in any relationship that I'm considering. Yeah. Um, the faith um, has to be shared mm. and. Not only faith, but just core value system. The core value yeah. system, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, in, in our case, uh, we share the same faith, but mm. so for someone in another faith, um, you know, they they may be totally different people, but as long as they have the same values, as long as the same things are important to them, I think that's what's that's key. That's what the, yeah. what the key is. Mm. And so, obviously, in this marriage union, and you just said that marriages are never perfect, mm -hmm. they come with their share of ups and downs, is there a moment for both of you, which, you know, you can even just, like, decide amongst you, but a moment where you were really challenged in inside of this marriage union where you feel like it was a faith in the storm kind of situation it could be anything where you yeah. just feel like yeah you were your faith was tested together mm -hmm. like what would that moment be I think it's um, it's knowing the fact that we're two different individuals and when mm. you're in this spirit of relationship when you're just dating mm. of course you put out the best side, side of you yeah you, because you want this to work yeah. So you always put, even till marriage, like everything because you're preparing. So when you're preparing for marriage, you're not really thinking after marriage stories. You're, like, you're just looking at the honey, till the honeymoon. That's, that's all you can see till then. Yeah. You don't see beyond. And, mm. um, and then when you come back from honeymoon, the like, real life begins. <laughs> that's like getting up in the morning, eating and you know, all of that. Like, yeah. you know, and then you suddenly realize, I would never do that. What he's doing, never, and I'm sure it's yeah. same for him. Like I would never do what she's doing, and okay. we just realize that we're two different personalities, and it also teaches you a lot about yourself, of what you're made up of. Are you like, are you willing to like let go? Are you willing to mm. pull yourself down and you know let the other one have their way? And it's hard because we we all carry a lot of ego, and maybe yeah. men or women, women are nothing less. We yeah, women, yeah, we 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 have egos. Of and course. nowadays, even the feminism everyone speaks about, it makes women like... And it's amazing how God's put everything equal. Mm. Like, but there are still like, because he's my husband, there is submission. That doesn't mean he becomes like someone who's superior. But submission is that because he, he's, he is like the head of the family. Mm. 
but he gives up his life for me in sense like he loves me like that mm. and for me it's it's because of such a, uh, i think especially our arguments like that times i'm like you don't get me you just don't understand who i am you know what i think i'm like the talkative one if you notice in this podcast <laughs> i'm the one who's speaking the most i mean um but then i realized that it's it's a beautiful balance because he is a thinker he think things through unlike me um <laughs> he, he will um he will um even if i have an argument with a friend and i come home and i have, like i sometimes tell him you know i just didn't like and he will just give me the other side of the story which give me a different perspective you know a different perspective over it and i'm like you know and that's changed me over the years it's it's kind of silenced me deep inside mm. uh but at the same time yes it's never been easy in a marriage and that's mm. when i realized that when you know when people talk about divorces breakups and all i understand oh yeah there are but it also makes you realize why were you in it in the first place yeah like are you in it because you wanted your way to be done and you wanted this puppet who just does everything you want him to do mm. or it's both ways like are you serving each other and yeah. it's it like am, did i want a servant or am i also willing to be the servant of course uh, yeah if if we are doing everything are we doing this together as a team uh so in our first year of marriage yeah, it was always like because i i i've had a problem with controlling like i always like to control things and i remember uh, like doing the dishes you know and we 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 had house help but there were times when you know i would do and he would want to help me so he would go to do the dishes and i would stop him you don't know how to do it you don't do it the right way and i always control because because i i just had an issue mm. and then i realized the truth is and then i would line up doing so much work in home in the house plus working in in the school and then i would just throw a tantrum like you know what you don't help me whatsoever you're such a mean person and the truth is he always helped i was the one to stop him from helping me. okay so i left him with that place of like should i help him help her or not mm. like he wants to but he's also worried how i would react to it yeah and um and they came up point i remember there were lots of dishes and i'm like i'm not doing that and then i remember he did it and he did it well and i came back i in the kitchen i was like who did the dishes and he's like me oh it's done so well and he's like i've always done it like that ah and i just realized that there is a problem in me because i just mm. have this controlling problem where i should just let go and it's no big deal the truth is i should be grateful mm. that he helped me of course and you know because i was taking everything on myself and he's that's what marriage is about you become co share like the like co-workers in the same field yeah and it's 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 giving each other enough so that no one feel we don't feel burdened and it's like we share it in such a beautiful way mm. but also honesty i think mm. like if i don't like something i will tell him i do not like it and and he does the same Yeah. So communication has been very important for us. So yeah, I mean communication is a big thing. Mm-hmm. So do you feel so you both feel like you can be completely honest with each other and mm-hmm. just and communicate when you, when yeah. something's hurting you when it might be from the other person mm-hmm. and and that's an important part of it, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. I mean she's definitely better at it than I am. Okay. <laughs> I mean I'm naturally quite reserved. Do you think um, that's a guy thing? Yeah, I I I guess so. But, <laughs> um maybe yeah maybe yeah i think most guys i guess would say the same thing yeah <laughs> um but also like i'm an introvert so there's another level of it yeah <laughs> but um yeah as over the nearly 3 years that we've been married I, i've definitely got more over myself i think and been able to be more 
open about the way I feel about things. Yeah. Um, and that's also a very healthy thing in marriage that I wouldn't get anywhere else. Um, because of course. I, I wouldn't be bought out of myself in the same way in just a regular friendship with somebody, right? Yeah. Um, it has to be within the security of marriage. Of the marriage. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So do you feel like that's something which has got better over time? It wasn't there when you were dating? Like, um, it, 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 this is like a different level, if um, you like? I think dating-wise, it was, it was really nice. I think because dating is, as I said, you know, that you... It's like all the nice stuff. The nice mm -hmm. things out there. Yeah. But in our case, I think even dating, it was quite nasty at times. <laughs> no, because, really? of me, because of me. Uh, because <laughs> I think I carried a lot of insecurity in the beginning. Okay. Because of the past. Yeah. I had some baggages that need to, needed to get off me. Yeah. And I remember there were times of insecurity, insecure questioning and I was like, would you leave me? Would you do this? I remember constantly like doubting his love for me in, mm. in the beginning. Okay. And I don't know when I remember that he proposed and I was like, oh wow. Like, and the way he did it, like keeping me in mind, like how I would like it. I'm like, he's really going up. Why would he do that? Like seriously, like I'm wasting my time being insecure mm. of losing him before him even being mine yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Like why am I being insecure about these things? Yeah. And then when I remember when he proposed that this is it, we are going to get married soon. Yeah. And that I think for me I felt God broke something in me. The insecurity was broken. And from that day on till today, I'm, I'm, it's amazing that I'm not at all insecure about him. Mm -hmm. um, because it's something and I think it, it was a healing that I needed. Yeah. Deep within, because you know, when you carry a lot of things. But do you think that's also like two right people being together? Like, you know, because when, when it's often two people who aren't maybe not meant to be together, mm -hmm. like they can't get to that place of realizing their, um, their own flaws mm -hmm. um, and being able to get past them, perhaps. So, do you think it, it's because I don't know if, if people can get to that place. Right. In a you know with anybody, I feel like it's also because mm -hmm. it it maybe because it it is meant to be. Yeah, see, I I, I don't know if I'm a big believer of um, that there is the one. Only. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, after what I my my be, journey yes, of life, yeah, I don't buy that anymore. Yeah, because and when someone tells me I'm gonna wait for the one, I, I, I sometimes I tell them you wait forever then. So yeah, this is definitely what I wanted to get into because there yeah. is this concept of yeah. the one which is out there. It's not a biblical concept, right. I know. Right. Um, but how have we got? How have we got to that space where we think of this one? Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I, there, there's a bit of a debate going on because other people say like it makes no sense. There's billions mm -hmm. of people yeah. in the world. Mm -hmm. Surely there's not just the one. But mm -hmm. it's so like in, ingrained mm -hmm. in our in our minds. Mm -hmm. Like and also this whole concept of that you complete me. Yes. So I I don't buy that either. So th that was an exact question which I'd written down because mm -hmm. we have this perception of we need to be in this relationship because they complete me. Yeah. Um, rather than it being sort of an extension or an addition to what you already are and you already being whole. It's mm -hmm. like, it's almost saying that I'm not whole. Mm -hmm. I need you to come in mm -hmm. and fix me, right. which is a bit dangerous, I right, think. Right. Yeah, so what are your because, thoughts on that? Because when you are looking at your husband and when he looks at me and to complete one another, yeah. the problem is we come up with expectations. Yeah. And then if he or me, if we both do not fulfill that expectations, 
it's heartbreaking again. And imagine this time it's heartbreaking when you're in it. Yeah. And that's worse. Yeah. So by the thing is, I if there was no one, marriages would be perfect. Seriously, yeah. there would be no fights. There will be everything. At the same time, it would be so boring. Mm. If everything was perfect, there has to be opinions. There has to be disagreements. There has to be arguments. Well, that shows that we are individuals, mm. and we and also in, we have individual purposes in our life. Of course, there are things that we do together as a team. Yeah. But we also help us towards each other to reach our purposes. To reach your individually. individually. Yeah. Because personality by Sam and I, like, we're just opposites. I'm an extrovert, he's an introvert. Mm. I like the things that I like. Of course, about what he said, the core values are the same. Yeah. But personality-wise, yes, completely different. But that doesn't stop us by loving each other. But of course, there are moments where I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure he also was like, how much does she talk? Like, why can't she just stop? Like, I'm sure it's it's always like that. Yeah. But the truth is, that's when you realize that humans can't help one another. Mm. With this whole concept of completing one another or being there, even friendships, I, I think. But on the other hand, like, um, I, I I don't agree that two people could complete each other. I mm. think that's stretching things too far yeah but two people complement each other for sure mm. yeah and i personally feel that i'm a more well-rounded individual as a result of being married to dina than i would be otherwise like um as i was when i was single i could mm. see a big difference because she brings out a side of me that um would not necessarily be there if i was to myself because i'm not naturally outgoing i'm not mm. um as I mentioned, I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert, so for me, like, um, connecting with people is, is quite difficult. Whereas, she that, brings uh, that. she's a natural at that. Yeah. And so she facilitates that. Um, so, like, we have people over all the time. We have, and, and like, basically my, my social life is a lot richer than it would otherwise be. <laughs> which seems a trivial <laughs> thing. It's a it seems yeah. like a trivial thing. Yeah. With, and, so it's sort of like as long, you should be adding to each other, yeah. essentially, right? You should yeah. be growing together yeah. and seeing each other grow. Like and seeing it's each not other only grow. me. Like oh, now I have a job, my career is shooting up. Okay, if something's not happening, what's stopping him? Am I neglecting him in my journey? Right. So sometimes we, when we get career driven, we're so lost that we forget our partners, and we are like, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. And then you have to stop that because at the end of the day, after God, He's important. Yeah, and if I'm gonna like, and I've done that in the past where I've just gone with girlfriends, like I make plans and plans and plans, and I'm out all day. And the thing is, because he's into, I'm like, ah, but he doesn't like coming out anyway, so you know. And the thing is, I yeah, maybe he doesn't like coming out, but he likes to spend time with me in this house. Yeah. Am I there for him? Yeah. Am I here to hear him out? Yeah. Like he, like I love language. Our best thing that we do together is walk, go for long walks. Okay. We open up. We share things, and that's his thing. And I know that that's why we really bond. Okay. But how often do I do? Mm. So you know, I aim for him. Like tomorrow, mm. if he's got a like, like when our careers take off, it's where we stop ourselves and we look at make each other. Make that time and make it special because mm. we are here to. I know it, it might sound weird, but we are here to please each other. Mm. And like you know, like even like when we are perfumes, I want to buy a perfume that he gets attracted to. Okay. Because I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I want him to flip and you know. Yeah, of that. course. So okay. yeah. Yeah, but I was just add also that we have different perspectives on things as well. So even though our core values and core beliefs are the same, 
um, the way we look at the world is a little different. So it, that that's another beauty of marriage where you benefit from like having another perspective on the world. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was watching this sermon with Michael Todd, which is very interesting. It's part of his, um, uh, I think, the release series that he did, and he mm. spoke a bit about relationships. But he he bought this interesting. Uh, he had he created this interesting analogy with sneakers, and I think it was mm. just very relatable. So he said that God often releases something before he reveals it. Mm. And I just loved what he said because he used the analogy of sneakers in the sense that before he was able to go out and buy the pair of sneakers he wanted, he saw it revealed um, much before, like a couple of years before the release. You know, he saw the picture, he saw, yeah. uh, and but he was able to physically have it much later. Mm -hmm. And in in life, often when we're you know aspiring to be somewhere, we 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 see it, we envision it, and everything else much before it's revealed and we're relying on this waiting mm. and I think even in relationships you know we have this idea of what we want maybe even the non-negotiable things but we might not see it in front of us we could mm. be saying like you know God I'm doing all the right things right. but this person is not turning up and mm. that's why that's why I may be tempted to go for all the wrong people mm -hmm. like you know or is this person gonna turn up mm. and is there gonna be a big traffic light sign right. and we think like me right. knowing like this is the person what right. you know what is that so for people like who are in that space in their life in this waiting space mm -hmm. what would you what would be the words of advice or encouragement that you would give them in this season of waiting? Think, um, when you wait, first of all, like mm. if you waiting means you surrender, that means you completely forget of what you want in the first place. Yeah. Right? But every person is created in a certain way. Right? Like as we said that we are two different individuals. But when I turned thirty on my birthday, I remember getting the scripture. Uh, from the Bible, which says it's from one Corinthians two nine, okay, and it says that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has fully conceived the things that God's prepared for them, and I thought, whoa, I I feel so special today, kind of thing, and um, I re I remember in my heart it resonated really strong that what is this that you spoke over me, mm. like is it my job that I'm gonna have this dream job, but. But I realize now today that it's it's not about all of that, about this dream job, this amazing relationship. It's a, it's it's something that when when you know it resonates with your heart. So when my wedding, the way it all happened, and the way he came into my world, um, there was a season of waiting. But I feel all of us, even when we are in a wrong relationship, there is a wait. Hmm. It's not only when you're not in one relationship okay. that you're waiting. Yeah. I feel till you don't like. I mean the the person you're supposed to marry, mm. or or the guy who you're dating is supposed to be the person you marry. I think your heart is always waiting for the right person. Mm. Now I'm not saying it's the one or whatever because if that happened, it would be yeah. perfect. But the thing is, someone who who understands you, respects you, and now my advice to women is like find a man who honors you and respects you and co, co values and who's mm. willing to to go hand in hand with that. Yeah. Because honestly, every woman can be loved. Yeah. And there are many guys out there to tell you that they love you. Yeah. And because love has become so many different kinds now that the essence of love is missed mostly. 
and honour is something that's that's lost lately and if you find a guy who honours you who is willing to wait for you mm. and who is willing to to give you like you know what work towards you pursue yeah. you but that yeah. doesn't mean that he gives you like lots of flowers takes you for fancy dinners <laughs> pursue you is in the sense of like is he praying for you yeah to make sure that you're reaching your goals like is he taking time to 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 hear you out is he taking time to see where you coming from and it's vice versa you also are, are you ready for him if if he is in a certain value system are you ready to to match get, up to match that. up with him or get get on with it or you still have reservations in your heart that no i don't think i can do that because sometimes if you have reservations it's like your heart saying stop move on you know because yeah. sometimes we waste too much of time in the waiting also with the wrong guy yeah sometimes we are in these relationships with 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 men and we are taking all the crap because we just want because we are so channelized in the world that you are supposed to be in a relationship or we are supposed to everything is supposed to even marriage we are supposed to be married at a certain age we are supposed to have children once we are married and you know after so many years of marriage we are mm. supposed to have a beautiful career yeah we've forgotten to just reflect on us ourselves yeah. Yeah. of what we really want yeah like who are we have most mostly girls even don't, like so many times i talk to women they don't even know what they really want for themselves if everything was removed from their lives then then they're like uh, i don't know what i want lost yeah because they're lost because they, they only have made all these things as idols of life that they so it's one thing at that okay now my jobs come career is happening i'm husband done what happened and then when everything comes together suddenly they're like but this is not what i want i don't know what to do and that's because you've just been so hasty in getting this checklist getting ticked yeah it just there's your there's just too much noise yeah. around that you just kind of go along with and it and you just go on with it because yeah. you also so letting everyone else around you speak into your world see there is good counsel there are people and i would advise good counsel like tell i tell people take counsel yeah but from people you have to look at their lives first from where you taking counsel yes yeah like it's like if i'm a blind person and asking another blind person for counsel it's not going to help mm. but if i i can if i go to a council for someone who can see far away that will help yeah. there's two blind people not that they won't move forward but it's going to be very gradual and very slow mm. but when you take the right council the good thing is it it makes a difference right yeah. the same thing the, the advice is just in the waiting don't take don't go asking too many people of what you want when your life is about you Like yeah. we ask other people what we want. See, sometimes even go to our parents. What do you think I should like? What kind of guy you think I should marry? Like, yeah. You know, like come on, you have brains enough to think. What would yeah. you be happy with? What so, would you like? For me, I remember my last breakup. There was this friend of mine, Anna. She made me sit down with a piece of paper, and I was crying. I just said, I let go of that guy. You know, it's 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 over, and I don't know if I did the right thing because yeah. I think he was. Because the thing is, the last relationship I had. The guy was good. He was good to me. Like he never treated me bad and everything that I would expect. He was that. But I seemed to my new act like go off him. Mm. In my heart I just knew because I I felt like God telling me that you need to let go. It was hard and I was like and it went on for two and a half years. And I remember I I, I went to her house and she gave me a cup of coffee. She said and she told me, "Dina, when you want like what do you want in a guy?" And I found it a very silly question at that point in time. Like, really, Anna? Why would you do that? Yeah. And but I'm glad she did that because my first and I had some practical because, but it was so amazing the timing in my life that she asked me to do is after so many like you know when you go through breakups and heartbreaks, 
you just know exactly what you want after that. That's true. So my first point was, you know what, it, you laugh at it, but I said, I want a guy who does not speak too much. Are you serious? I have not mind you. Yes, that was my first point. Oh my point, goodness. Is that I want a guy who does not speak too who much because speak. I'm a talkative person. Wow. Wow. And second wow. point I would go to is I want a guy who reads a lot. Well, really okay. yeah, yeah. I want a guy who's who is a traveler. I want a guy who who just, of course, uh, believed in the same God as me, and okay. have the same kind of faith that I do. Um, so there are so many take things that I wanted in a guy that you got. Like, and, I, <laughs> and the thing is, when when and Sam was not even in the picture that time. Like, yeah, I remember like she made me write it down, and she wrote it, and she's like, you know what? Let's pray about it. You know, let's leave it to God now. You know what, Dina? You'll you'll be surprised that he'll give you more than what you've mentioned here. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, and you're broken. Mm. No matter how amazing the words are in front of you, you just don't want it anymore. Yeah. And I remember, and now, when I got engaged to him, I remember she showed me the list. She like, does Sam match up here? And oh. I was shocked because the truth is he, everything, yes, he was. Even the talkative bit, like he was quiet. He <laughs> of course, the talkative. I was like, I was like, man, this like it's so perfect, like you know, yeah. and 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 I also wanted a, a guy who comes from a good family because for me, fam, because I'm a family person, I like families to be involved in our lives and like especially in laws because I've heard you have so much of rubbish in law stories. Yeah. I'm like God, better give me good in laws. <laughs> and I have the best in laws. Okay. Like they're really kind, really kind to me. Yeah, so, yeah, that's amazing. Do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, um, so I think there's a lot of uh, social pressure to get married and to find a person. Um, a lot of cultural pressure, mm. um, whatever country you're in, and that, that makes it very difficult because people make the mistake of thinking that their identity is based on these things. Yeah. And so people are willing to rush into relationships that are not necessarily healthy because they think being single reflect, reflects badly on them. They think, you know, it, it becomes almost a, a status thing. Mm. Um, mm. And so I think the, the, the only advice I would have would be um, just learn to value yourself before you commit to anyone. Yeah. Um, and that's a good piece of advice. And have your priorities in order. So yeah. um, if if your number one priority is to just be married and like if that's all you're moving towards, mm. then there's so much pressure to find the right one. And there's you know, that it's in that pressure that you, you make mistakes. Yeah. Whereas if your priorities are a little different, like as a Christian, one of the verses in the Bible that really spoke to me, you know, was um, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Mm -hmm. So where, it was only when I grasped that that um, things started falling into place for me because I went through a very rough patch when I was in Beijing, China, um, where, you know, I was, of course, one, you know, I wanted to get married, I wanted to settle down and, and yet there was no one in my life at that time who I could envision doing that with. Mm. Um, and also I grew up very nomadic, I was like always moving around and so it, it was very difficult for me to form lasting bonds with people because I'd always be uprooted and move on to somewhere else. Mm. Um, so I began to, to get very um, 
uh, it caused me a lot of stress, I, I suppose. Um, and, and it got to the point where I was kind of resigned to just, uh, maybe I'm just meant to be single, you know, maybe maybe I'm better off that way, maybe, and then yeah. uh, I just kind of, I was resigned to that. Um, but it was only really a little before I met Dina that I had really decided that regardless what I wanted to do was really get to know God more. That was like uh, what, um, what I came to Mumbai with the intention of, and marriage was nowhere near my mind at that time. Okay. It was, it was not even, um, it was just not on the cards. Like I was just here. Mm -hmm. I was thinking I was going to be here for like three months or something, and then, yeah. and then I would move on, either back to the UK or back to China. Um, and so I was, I was not really looking out for it, and I, w I got to that point in my life where I was um, finding fulfillment in in so many other things mm. and it it didn't really it, it was not bothering me so much anymore and that's one of the ironies of life I guess like it's <laughs> only when you're n not looking for something that it comes along it I comes suppose along. well I, I think that's a, a really good way to <laughs> to wrap up this conversation mm. but this has been really amazing it's been amazing talking to you guys I just want to do a quick fun segment to end this but um, I really hope that uh, the listeners can take away something from this because I think you spoke about some crucial things and, and things that we all think about. And that's amazing, so thank you for sharing. So very quickly then, in the fun round, one thing you love about each other, very quick. He hears me well. He listens to me. He listens to you. Yeah. Um, I think I'm mentioned it earlier on but just like uh, uh, integrity honesty authenticity yeah. Yeah. Her realness there's no show if she's not someone who like puts on a facade <laughs> like what you see is what you get and like yeah. that's uh, to me very valuable yeah one thing you don't like so much hate is a strong word or can't stand is a strong word but one thing which is like his procrastination procrastination Perfect. <laughs> what don't you like about Dina? Uh, it's a difficult one. <laughs> oh. um, probably um, always on the phone. That's an issue. <laughs> we have a lot of arguments <laughs> over like over, over those. She's on the phone a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Good one. Um, complete the sentence. I have faith in the storm because because I know he will never leave me and forsake me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, we have seen his provision through rough times, and I think looking back in hindsight, um, we can see that God has always been there for us, and therefore He will always be there for us. He'll always be there, and He's never let. Like for us, I think now you know initially when storms happened, we kind of got flustered, but now it's like bring it on. Yeah. Because we're so convinced that he's stronger in this storm. Yeah. And he makes us rely on him that that's faith. Like just he 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 shows us a lot about himself. Yeah. In the storm. In the storm. So that's special for us. Now. That's amazing. Thank you so much guys. Thank you so this, much Anissa. This is amazing. <laughs> Lots of love to you both and I'll be tagging you both any questions that you have 
for Dina or Sam, you can definitely get in touch with them or me, of course. And uh, yeah, I'm so looking forward to putting this out. Until next time.